I love the names on this team. They have Sixto Sanchez, and they have my favorite name probably in baseball right now, Jazz Chisel. Showing emotion in baseball is terrible and should never be uh, in the game. It's it's weird how the dynamic works between sports. But to win a championship, not only do you need great players on the court, but you need good chemistry, which takes time to develop. Justin Fields is a all, all-time talent. Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians. I feel like Luca will take that next step, and if he can get a three ball consistently around 35%, I feel like they could become a contender. We can make jokes about you not being in the Super Bowl for 20-something years, but... What's up, everyone? This is Justin Goldman from the Goalie Guild and Lift the Mask, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Austin and Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NHL Opinions of the Week. It's the final days, and that's why the title was Final Days, but there's still a lot needing to happen, and they didn't have to expand the playoffs to do it. I am Kevin, and I'm joined by the fan of the NHL and its playoff system, Austin. I do like that slight shade. I like it. I like the slight shade to the uh, NBA who doesn't have the break, who is making it harder on us predictors. Yeah. And just respect, respect NHL for making it very easy on us for us to understand. And hey, look, last day of the year, there's still an interesting game to watch. East is pretty much settled, but that's because some team decided to go on a historic run. As you were talking about, they got, they were a little extra with getting setting the record yeah yeah most wins ever 62 they got 65 most points ever 132 they got 135 very very impressive but But, uh, will they win a game in the playoffs is the question i i would i think it's a pretty safe bet to to say they'll at least win a game they're not going to be the lightning get swept but the thing is win a game kevin i have a question (laughs) we'll we'll get to our point before we'll later but um if you, if I told you you would get swept in the first round, but then you go on a dynastic run like the Lightning, would you do it? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I guess part of the problem why I would, the only reason I'd say no is because we're going to lose some players like Bergeron. I think he's going to retire. Krejci, I think he's going to retire. So those older guys, I think we're going to be gone. But I still think we have the young guys around to where we can make a dynastic run. But it'd be very bittersweet uh, way to end the year. But, uh, this is where people say, oh, you're biased because you're going to have the Bruins winning after the Bruins are historically the best team, regular season team ever. So I don't know how it's biased for me to say no, that they're going to win. <laughs> There's nothing biased about me being so, – No, yeah, no. Uh, they, they are the best team. Yeah, and, it's just uh, like uh, – yeah. I'm sure we'll have a conversation about this, but like the judge saying with a person that shall not be named. Oh, yeah. We'll see. There, there have been people talking to you. No, it's fair. Um, and it's fair. And that's why there are two people on this podcast. That is true. Because you can hear my predictions, and then one of us can make fun of the other person for how bad their predictions is. Like, let's say someone picked some no-name team in Minnesota to make it to the seventh seed, and they were historically the worst team that year. May or not, may not be in the intro. Uh, yeah, or the fact that you picked the Cardinals to be out of the playoffs and they won 17 straight games. So dumb. And there's there's a commonality between that, and that's me. Just picking on teams. But, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to see if you were willing to sacrifice the embarrassment now. For oh, 100%. Always ready to sacrifice. 
But let's talk about let's stop talking about my team. Let's talk about yours. Your team could win the division tonight. That would happens? be great. That'd be amazing. Uh probably not. So um, I'll, I'll explain it for the viewers yeah. here. For the stars to win the division, the Predators must win in any fashion. Shootout, overtime, doesn't matter if the Avalanche get one point, they just cannot get two. Yes. And uh, stars currently are the number one seed, which if that solidifies, I think that's great. I'd still be a little nervous facing the Kraken, but that means the Avalanche and Wild have to face each other. And I and if the Stars win, which they probably should, I'm just being nervous about the playoffs because uh, there's no Dallas team that has ever. I think it's just because of a Dallas thing. Well, I do find it very funny how many former Dallas Stars coaches are in the playoffs. You got Rick that Bonus. Also. You have Jim Montgomery. You have Lindy Ruff. Uh, oh, forgot about Lindy Ruff. Was he in twenty? Was he that like the high like when the offense was incredible, and then Rick Bonus came, or no? Then Ken Hitchcock came back. Correct. Yeah, he he left in seventeen from the Stars. Okay, yeah, and then it went rough. Hitchcock, Montgomery. Yeah, and Montgomery was on an incredible run. And uh, Montgomery was not fired. Uh, I, I know you know this, but uh, Montgomery, for the listeners, Montgomery left because of personal issues, and then he worked through them, and it's it's a great thing for him to see. Yeah, but uh, yeah. The current stars, that's uh, a stars former head coach, I guess you say, or just a, someone who coached the stars, so that's – one, two, that's four coaches I can think of that are in the playoffs that coach with the Stars. I bet there's another one out there that I just cannot think of. Yeah. We we will probably have a video also of the teams that flip-flop, like the DeBauer with the Knights. Now he's with the Stars. And Cassie was with the Bruins. He became a Golden Knights. And Montgomery was with the Stars and then took a little bit of time off, as I explained earlier, and then became the Bruins coach. So a little – it's not – it's a little uh, trivia or shakeup. There's a shakeup and a man. Why am I doing a little lottery between the three coaches? Yeah, there's a little bit of flip flopping. There's a there's a lot of trading there going on. Uh, yes, but, but um, uh, I do think no matter who the stars face, they will have an advantage. The the Wild have really struggled recently. I don't know if that's going to carry over to the playoffs and. What the Stars ended up doing this year was remarkable considering how many young guys they had on their roster and people did not think they were going to get better, and then they, they did. and They played uh, remarkably well, uh, and playoffs are right around the corner for them. Yeah, and uh, you were talking about bias earlier, which you don't have bias. I definitely have, like, the negative bias. Like, I will bet low on teams, and that's me with the Stars. But also, I think it is incredible because they didn't really make a huge trade. They only made a coaching change. Coaching change. There was some trades in there. There was some moves, but nothing too big. Uh, they got oh, Dodonoff. Yeah, there was the Nils Lundqvist that was before the season. But they also yeah. traded for Dodonoff mid-year. Yeah. I thought of – I was just saying before the season. There wasn't oh. like a drastic change. And then once they were on that hot start, they're like, hey, let's make a trade. So I should clarify my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely something that's impressive because, I mean, going from – I think this is very impressive about the Jets, about the Vegas, about the Bruins, 
uh, and about the Stars. New coach, first year, make the playoffs. That's not something you really see all that often, especially with Vegas and the Jets, who missed the playoffs last year. Yes, and um, Vegas, that was just such a disappointment and such a short career or lifetime of that. And um, another thing I want to focus on is just even if, like, I'm heavily invested in this because I want a team, and you also uh, are a fan of the Stars, but in general, it affects this team so – it's so drastic because the Stars and Avalanche and Wild, I think, are on – maybe the Avalanche – are above them but currently uh the avalanche dealt with a lot of injuries it's very important on this seeding because in the nhl it doesn't really matter what seed you are it could anything can happen um the best team can get swept or the best team does what they're supposed to do um so the avalanche during the facing the wild or the stars facing the wild i think if it's just a huge thing, and it's amazing on how this pivotal game has an effect. And I don't think the Predators are going to be tanking. Or, like, they may try, but they may still try to win. I don't think the Predators are going to be tanking here. I think they're still going to be trying to win. I don't think there's a reason for them to try to lose this game at all. But yeah. So I just wanted to emph- emphasize how important this is into the playoff seeding because I think if the Avalanche get the number one pick then you have a beat up Stars or a beat up Wild in the second round which is amazing that's a great thing than having to face a healthy Wild in the first round yeah and a a big part about uh, a healthy team is uh, that continuity and the Avalanche are hurt I'm sure you saw that Landis Gog's going to be out for the playoffs with an injury so that's something that's definitely going to be Huge. I'll fact check that right now that he's going to be out for the playoffs. I know he's going to be out for at least the first round. Um, yeah, to remain out throughout playoffs. So losing Elaine and Scott, they're not a fully healthy team. So I do that maybe give a little bit of an edge to the Predators, or that is an advantage they will have is health. But I do think it matters in the spectrum of, or spectrum of continuity, yeah, and, and that's going to change up their lines. Yeah, and no disrespect to the Kraken, it's just the Wild, Avalanche, and Stars are all better than the Kraken. And having two teams, because if any, the two and three seed for the Central Division is, I would be shocked if it's um, done before six games. I, I would most likely guess it's seven games. Maybe throw in a few overtimes. Yeah, that, that wouldn't shock me at all, especially considering the rivalry that that is his team, or these teams, I should say. There's a big uh, discrepancy in likeness between these teams, and that's mainly because of everything that they've, all the playoff series that they've had before, especially between the Stars and Avalanche. I know we all remember remember that that's series in 2020. The old uh, Yeah, so. hat trick in Game 7. Uh, but I... I, I it's going to be hard. The Stars are probably going to have to go through the Avalanche either way uh, to get to a Stanley Cup. But uh, I think a series in the first round between whoever two and three will be uh, very good. Yes, and I think all the playoffs are going to be, all games are going to be great. Uh, there's a lot of storylines, and we will keep you updated on that. Thank you for listening to us, and thank you, NHL, for all that. Let us know what you think in the comments.